planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to another episode of the Everblack Podcast. Now, some call him the Mango Kid. Some call him Dr. Evening. But one thing is for sure, the man who goes by the name of Danko Jones is an absolute rock god. And I had the chance to chat to the man himself about their new album, Rock Supreme, their long overdue headline tour of Australia, and uh, that kicks off at the end of the month. And uh, we spoke about heaps of other stuff too, like jamming with Motorhead and Lemmy, uh, Walkin. Uh, he's just a really cool dude, and uh, not only that, one of the best damn showmen on the planet. Like, check out their uh, the clips of them playing at Varkin. It's uh, just incredible. And uh, they were here for Soundwave a few years ago, and uh, they're just uh, just one of the best bands. Canadians too, nice guys. Uh, now the new album, also the Rock a Rock Supreme, is out now, and it's awesome. It's like a mixed bag of. Uh, classic rock and hard rock and uh, I really dig the uh, Van Halen and Thin Lizzy influences that pop up throughout. It's just, it's really cool. You should check it out. Uh, now, the Danko Jones tour kicks off in Melbourne at State Gold on Thursday, 30th of May. Then we'll see him up here in Brisbane on the Friday, 31st of May at the Crowbar. Saturday, 1st of June in Sydney at the Crowbar. And then wrapping up Sunday, 2nd of June in Adelaide at the Enigma Bar. Tickets are on sale now at silverbacktouring.com. It's going to be an awesome tour. Like, don't miss Danko Jones uh, while he's down here. It's just um, just one of the best live bands on the planet. All right, before we go into the interview with Danko Jones, we have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and they've got such a quick turnaround. I highly recommend checking those guys out. Big shout-out to Karen and Buzz. Love your work, guys. And uh, thanks for the turtle stuff on the weekend, brother. That was really cool. www.blacklightad.com.au The show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to give a shout-out to our friends at Lumberpunks Axe-Rain Club, who now have two venues in Queensland, one in Miami on the Gold Coast and the other in West End in Brisbane. Lumberpunks Axe-Rain Club is uh, the perfect destination for uh, blowing off some steam with some buddies, throwing some axes, at, uh, some, some targets, and uh, cranking some metal. Or Danko Jones. Yeah, hey, that's a, that's a perfect uh, combination right there. All sessions are 1.5 hours in length and comprise of safety induction, instruction on tactical tomahawks and hatchets, and then competitive play. Now, you receive 10% off your session when quoting Everblack in your booking notes. Terms and conditions apply. If in the area, go check it out. It's just uh, a really good time, and uh, it's addictive as well. You know, they, you can join a team, you can you can do lots of stuff. It's a whole new community. So, uh, lumber punks, get into it, guys. All right, uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube and Everblack podcast through iTunes. Uh, we're on all the social medias like uh, Facebook, Instagram. 
uh, any shares, any likes, uh, interact with us. It's it's much appreciated. And uh, keep listening, keep rocking out. All right, here is my chat with the one and only Danko Jones. Horns high. Hey, Danko, how are you? Hello? Hey, how's it going? Good, mate. Good. Good to talk to you. Awesome. Well, of course, uh, you're coming back down under at the end of the month in support of your latest album, A Rock Supreme. Uh, and it's way, way overdue, man. Last time was Soundwave. So uh, we've got a hell of a lot of catching up to do, man. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's too bad that, you know, the the, uh, the time in between visits are, is like years as opposed to just a yearly thing mm. or or every other year. It's too bad, but we'll take what we can get. Whatever, whatever Australia is willing to give us, we'll take. Uh, we definitely loved the two times we visited Australia. And, uh, and of course, Soundwave was amazing. Such a great experience. Um, this time, it'll be just us, and and uh, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it too, man. It's going to be unreal. And what, yeah. what was the first time, though? I'm trying to think back when that time, was. I believe, uh, it was like 03, 04. I think I'm thinking more 03, maybe. 03, 04. And uh, we did, I think we did three shows. And uh, yeah, it was uh, a quick quick one, but there was people there, you know. It wasn't jam-packed, and I understood, like, we've never been there before. But I thought, by the response, we would have been asked back sooner. But it took Soundwave to ask us, and I remember... Uh, it was someone who tagged the person who ran it on Twitter, and that was how it got the ball rolling. But if it wasn't for that tweet, we wouldn't have done the Soundwave Festival. So we're kind of, we just got in by the skin of our teeth, but it was a fun experience. And uh, it was fun because we, we knew a lot of people um, on that Soundwave Festival. There's like five bands from Toronto, so mm. it was crazy. It was a good show, man. It was, and I'm I'm so keen to see you guys play again. It's I think especially with this album, it's going to be such a unreal tour, man. We played uh, was it uh, Dance Dance Dance, Lipstick City, and Burning Hell at your recent shows. How's the set shaping up for Australia? You're going to hear some of those ones, some classics. Yeah, we we played actually just last Friday and Saturday was the day the record came out, and we were playing uh, these uh, kind of radio listener private shows kind of in yeah. Germany and we played I'm in a band for the first time and so it was a lot of fun to play so I'm pretty sure we'll put that in the set and and of course you know since we haven't been to Australia in a few years we'll definitely have some older songs in there as well that's awesome to hear man um and of course I, I love the album cover as it shows I think it's is it a little a little girl or a little dude in like a creative space, like rocking out with the headphones, building a model car, which I guess for, I don't know, growing up, like especially me, like a lot of outcasts growing up, that was pretty much sums up what our our high school years were like. Who came up with that? Uh, the artist's name is uh, Ulf Lundell, and he, uh, he's done uh, record covers for Graveyard. Mm. Actually, all the cool Graveyard covers he did. Um, so we kind of reached out to him. He said he was like really busy, uh, but he had this one idea that, you know, was supposed to be for another band, but I don't know what happened. And we liked it a lot. And so he just kind of changed a few things, put a girl on the cover and put our, our 
you know, our things on there, like an SG, because I play an SG, and yep. uh, old covers of albums and all this kind of stuff that links her to us. And I thought it was cool that it was a, a rocker girl, you know, making it, mm-hmm. uh, the, the toy model. And so, yeah, Ulf just jam-packed it with a bunch of stuff. It takes about 10 glances at the cover to take it all in, and I love those kinds of things. Me too. Yeah, that's why I was sort of looking at it for ages, and uh, you know, I sort of found a bit of a connection with it. So yeah, it's a pretty special cover, and uh, you know, uh, a lot of vocalists, man, you're a well-spoken dude, and I, I know a lot of vocalists, including myself, get told, you probably hear it a million times, like you sound nothing like how you talk when you sing. You know, when you, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> it's a hard, you know, it's like that dual personality. As soon as you get up there, it's like that uh, Jekyll and Hyde sort of thing. Do you? You know, is that something you're aware of, that that other Danko is like a totally different person living inside you? Not really. The way I am on stage is just a reaction to uh, everybody staring at you. You know, Mm. some people, you know, they clam up and they can't, they get shy and they get nervous. I get the opposite. So that's something that I think people find it hard to kind of connect when they meet me off stage and I'm not screaming in their face. (laughs) <laughs> but but friends who are like you know close friends who've known me for years and they've seen all sides of me they you know they go well that's you you're just like super exaggerated but that's you like i've seen all mm-hmm. those sides of you before so you know it it's just a matter of you know, getting to know me i suppose i, I guess sometimes throughout your songs it's like i i, I hear like a bit of Tim Lizzy, i hear van halen i hear all those this this monster of a Danko Jones comes out of you, which would you say it's like a bits and pieces of all those people that have sort of made this sort of Frankenstein rock god side of your personality. I mean, you mentioned Thin Lizzy and Van Halen, and and on the new record, there's definitely an, a song which is a, an ode to Thin Lizzy, and definitely mm. a song that's an ode to Van Halen, for sure. Um, and yeah, they've all all those bands have helped make what we're about, but you know, there's a couple of few dozen other bands as well too. You know, it's just what we decide to showcase or highlight album to album. I love it. Keeping rock alive, brother, the true rock. Oh, thanks man. Yeah. Like it's, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a troubled genre these days. It doesn't get a lot of respect and, you know, and sometimes we're on the receiving end of it due to someone who doesn't understand it very much. Mm. And it's a shame because it's such a deep genre. It's such, got such a rich history, uh, a longer dis, um, back catalog than you know newer genres that get more acclaim than rock bands do. Um, so it's a frustrating thing. Well, I mean, most of the albums have like a, a good time rock vibe about them. You know what I mean? Like you can put on those albums and they're, you can have a good time. But I did find that fire music sort of sticks out as, as a little darker and a little bit more melancholy than the rest. Is, it, is that Sure. Okay? It was an album that we were um, we made coming out of a kind of a very tense situation in the band, and it was darker. But at the same time, I think fire music was a corner we turned. We turned a corner with fire music mm. and made a really, really good album compared to Rock and Roll is Black and Blue, which had some really good uh, uh, moments in it. I'd say there's like four songs that are really, really good. But uh, Fire Music was something we just went into the studio and banged it out 
and uh, kept going. So with Wildcat, we continued with that way of, you know, making records, and Rock Supreme continues it. So the last three records, I think, have been really solid. Absolutely, man. They're, they're excellent albums. Like, I'm not just saying that. Like, I really, really love those albums. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome, dude. And, of course, um, you know, the video for uh, Full of Regret has to be one of my favorites, and it's kind of like a mini-movie. You know, it's got appearance by Yeah, Lemmy. oh, thanks. <laughs> it's so good, man. Uh, did you ever tour with Motorhead or play shows? Yeah, yeah, we toured with them in 08. They took us out on tour and, uh, in 08, yeah. We played with them, like, on one-off shows as main support here and there and at festivals as well. So, And I got to go on stage with Lemmy and Phil and Mickey over a dozen times, but less than 20 times, mm, and sing wow. Killed by Death. Wow. So it was a that lot is, of fun. That's amazing, man. That's yeah, amazing. and the last time I sang Killed by Death was in Toronto. We weren't even on the bill. Uh, I was just in the crowd, and they they heard I was in the crowd, so they brought me on. And that was the last time I sang uh, Killed by Death with Motorhead. And Toronto's my hometown, so it was amazing to do that. Mm. You know what, dude? It's that kind of, it's those experiences that, when you're, you know, when you're 15, you're rocking out in your bedroom, and you imagine those moments, man, of that front man from that band that you love pointing you out and go, come up here and say, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, incredible. yeah, it definitely is. And I've had a few of those moments, and they're really great, and, you know, it's fun. You know, you're a podcaster as well, too, and I love the show. Have you had one guest that you know everything about, you're a big fan, but because of their resume is so extensive that you're a bit sort of stuck where to begin the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's a bit intimidating. Have you found that? Uh, I don't know about intimidating, but sometimes it, there's, I just don't know where to start because I'm such, I only bring people on that I'm a big fan of. Mm. And then trying to figure out a starting point is hard because I, I'm just such a fan. It, it's hard to, to, to real, to really focus, <laughs> but um, eventually we get, on the horse and we, we finish the podcast. But I mean, for the most part, I don't think there's been anyone who's been on the podcast where, uh, I've not enjoyed our discussion or, or found some sort of amusement by it because I'm a big fan of theirs. And, and, uh, I wouldn't ask them to be on if I, if I wasn't a fan. Who's been the one, one guest that you've uh, enjoyed having on the most? Well, Damien Abraham from Fucked Up, the singer, uh, Damien, is, uh, has been on the podcast, I don't know, 10 times. So, you know, we're, friend, we're good friends. So he actually, he's, he's, he's the next episode's guest. Oh, so cool. we have a friendship on and off the mic. So it, it is fun to just hang with Damien for an afternoon or something. So um, there's Damien. Duff McKagan's been on, like, He's been on twice, but three different occasions, and I just yeah. kind of comped them together. So he's been on three times, and we've had great discussions. And Barrett Martin from Walking Papers has been great, Screaming Trees. Uh, Devin Townsend's been on twice, and we always have some great discussions. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can go on. I mean, I've been doing it for eight years. I have yeah, yeah, yeah. 193 episodes banked, and I like all the episodes. Yeah, I, I like the people on the podcast. So, so once they've you know kind of like they, if if you're on the podcast, then chances are it'll be fun. You made the list. 
if you've made it, if you're on the on the Denko Jones podcast. <laughs> yeah, kind of, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. And uh, what's your, what's your plans after the tour? We head over to Sweden Rock, actually immediately to Sweden Rock to play there. And then after that, we fly home and we have a couple of weeks off. And then for the rest of the summer, we're doing festivals in Europe. That's my dream. I know you played uh, Vakken a couple of times, haven't you? Like, that's my dream to go there, man. It must be incredible. Yeah, I've been to Vakken four times. We've played there three times. We did a DVD live at Vakken that actually Vakken put out. And mm. I did a spoken word uh, trip there as well in 2012 where I just spoke for two days. And then Henry Rollins spoke the third and fourth day. And was it was it about Kiss? You were talking about Kiss? Is that right? Yeah, I proved that Peter Chris died in 1978. That blows my mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because the night before I was to do it, I ran into Saxon uh, yeah, yeah. in the lobby of the hotel. And Nigel is a big Kiss fan, and he's a big, big Peter Chris fan. And when I to- he goes, what are you doing here? I go, I'm going to prove that Peter Chris died in 78. He got kind of annoyed. He's like, he's not dead. And then I started to do the do my lecture on Nigel, and then mm-hmm. a- after he goes, I'm going to try and check it out because <laughs> I was kind of convincing him. So that's great. It was great. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Uh, do you reckon like uh, you could come down here one day and uh, do like a podcast tour or a spoken word tour? Is that something you'd like to do? Uh, I don't really do spoken word tours. I mean, I would love to do the lecture live, but it's just it needs a huge screen. And I, I have slides, and it's a big to-do. So it was hard to mount a tour. So I did it at Vakken because they provided me with the projection screen and the slides and everything and the podium and everything. But I wasn't able to do it anywhere else. Well, man, hopefully one day. I'd love to hear that uh, that lecture. That that would be yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, here. we're going to see you uh, rock the fuck out down here in Australia. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait, man. And it uh, kicks off on May 30 in Melbourne. But I'll see you in Brisbane, bro. I can't wait. Oh, excellent. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, you bring the rock and I'll uh, I'll buy the beers. How's that? <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> just not Foster's, man. We don't drink that shit down here. Just, just oh, okay. I mean, I don't <laughs> drink beer, but I <laughs> I don't. I'll, I'll enjoy a drink. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, dude, until then, take care. All the best to you and the boys, and uh, keep rocking, brother. Thank you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 